Yo, what's going on everybody? Is the stock market preparing for a massive crash? And what could inflation and valuations have to do with it? The S&P 500, NASDAQ and the Dow are all down substantially this week. We also saw a spike in the VIX. So what's going on with the market right now? And what are some strategies that we can use in this market? First, what we've been seeing lately has been pretty interesting. The number one word that I would use in this market today is fear. Absolutely, that is the number one word. It's fear. There's massive fear everywhere around the new Delta variant. There's a few things going into this. So, of course, as I just said, we have the new Delta variant. People are scared that we're going back into lockdowns. And because of this, what we've seen is some capital inflows into the pepperoni stocks. Like we've seen money go into Etsy, Peloton, Zoom, DraftKings, Moderna. And look, to me, some of this stuff may seem slightly preemptive. At the moment, we're not necessarily heading into the same type of new wave. I believe that now we have over 60% of the population that is vaccinated in the United States. And so the virus is a lot more contained than what it was previously. And then we also have another statistic that I came across, which by the way, I did not cross verify, don't quote me on this, is that 99.5% of the people who are getting hospitalized are people who are not vaccinated. But look, I don't want to dwell onto this stuff any longer. Let's talk about other factors that are affecting the market, such as inflation and valuations. So speaking of inflation, the market has been reacting differently as the news has been coming out. We don't want higher inflation, but at the same time, inflation is an indication of consumption. If we look at the change in prices on a year-to-year -year basis, yeah, in some categories, we are seeing rampant inflation. But that is without a doubt something that can be attributed to different sectors getting hit by the pepperoni pandemic. So as you all know, what happened last year is that we had very low demand, high supply, which is why the Fed activated the printing machine. But this year, it's a bit of a switch because we have the opposite situation. In fact, we have low supply and high demand, which translates into massive spikes in prices, especially in certain specific sectors. Now, take that with the fact that there's a shortage in labor at the moment. And on top of that, that the government is going to be pulling back stimulus. That's why the market is freaking out. Obviously, the United States wants to preserve the dollar, but at the same time, they want to stimulate the economy. So short term, they might be forced to do some things that are going to cause a lot of hurt in the economy. A lot of people are going to hate the Fed for what they're going to have to do within the next one to two years. But that's what it's going to have to be. You devalue the dollar, devalue your status in the worldwide economy, which, by the way, long term is going to have much heavier repercussions than if you act in the interest of the dollar. This exact same situation happened back in the 70s. And now I don't remember who was the chairman of the Fed back then. But as I recall, the decision was made to save the dollar and not the economy itself. Now, when they took that decision, there was a huge amount of backlash. But if we take a step back and we look back historically at what happened, it turns out that that was the right decision. Sometimes you just have to take a step back and look at the big picture. If your portfolio is anything like mine, you have been getting absolutely destroyed lately, which may be something that seems somewhat weird considering that the markets just keep on chugging up and up and up. Well, this is something that I talked about briefly in my previous video where I talked about the FANG stocks meaning Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google, which have been going up and up and up. And these particular stocks have very large weights on the markets themselves. So when you see the market going up, it's because of those stocks. But if you were to say break it down in different market cap categories, you're going to see that it's a completely different picture. As you can see, small market cap companies are actually in deal territory at the moment. As you can see, PE ratios are currently below what they were back in 2015 and 2018. So as you can see, this puts everything into perspective. Small cap and mid cap companies are currently priced significantly lower than large cap companies. And what does that mean? 
This means that you can find much better deals in small cap stocks. Now remember, a stock is not a company and a company is not a stock. Those are two separate things. And so what I like to do in this situation is something that I call recentering, if you will. Essentially what I do whenever I have any doubt about the stocks that I'm holding, I take a look at the stocks that I own, the companies that I hold. And I ask myself the simple question, will these companies be in a better position in one, two, three years than where they are right now? If your answer is yes, then why are you freaking out? The fact is that a lot of the small caps that I have bought within the last few weeks are down 70% since their all-time highs. But this doesn't mean that my position is going to keep on going lower. As recently as last week, one of the positions I just bought is Voyager Digital. Now this stock just reported that they grew their user base by 146%. Meanwhile, you have the stock trading at a 4 price to sales. So the company is doubling its client base and the company is trading at a 4 price to sales? That makes absolutely no sense. And let me remind you, Apple stock is trading at a 7 price to sales. So you tell me. A few other stocks that I've been holding that are down quite a bit is Cloud9, for instance. That's a penny stock. We also have CleanSpark, of course. I can't talk about that stock enough. Recently hit the $12 mark, which is absolutely mind-blowing to me. By the way, I'm going to be coming out with a video on CleanSpark either today or tomorrow. But in any case, here's the bottom line. I'm not letting my emotions get into the way of my investments. I'm not looking at the charts, the colors, the numbers on my screen every single day and letting them get to me. Now I can bring this back to a famous quote by Peter Lynch. He said, everyone has the brain power to make money in stocks, but not everyone has the stomach. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Remember, your stock is not the company you own and the company you own is not your stock. The stock market is a device for transferring money from the inpatient to the patient. That goes exactly back to what I was saying. Just think about all the companies you own. And if you sell them right now, just think about where they're going to be two, three years from now. Are the revenues going to be two times higher, three times higher? If that's the case, I can definitely imagine for low multiple stocks to at least double, triple, or even quadruple, or even more. It all boils down to conviction and patience. And just a quick word of advice, conviction is forged through the trials of research. If you don't know what you own, all you have to latch your opinions on are the opinions of others. And that is problematic. That's why a lot of retail investors get choked out of their positions and they sell at a loss. But just take a step back and put yourself in a position where you feel empowered with the positions that you have. You know that you are owning great companies and you have the mental capacity to project what things can look like two, three years from now. Practice doing this every single day and it'll get easier and easier with time. If you love the company that you own, you know the management, you like where it's heading, then you have absolutely nothing to worry about. You can't control the markets, unfortunately. I wish I could make my stocks all go up a thousand percent. The only thing that you can control in this situation is yourself. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've bought a stock just to see it go down 50%. Meanwhile, I'm not feeling too great about my position, but I stick it through, I think about it rationally, and guess what? A few months later, the stock goes up three, four, five times, and I get to sell it for a massive profit. Just think about Clover recently. The stock market goes in cycles. Stocks ebb and flow. Now let the market just do its thing and time is going to reward you. Now, of course, I really sympathize with you. Beating the market really does involve pain. And the ones who win are the ones who can take it. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. I'm going to put that to rest. And I hope that it's helped you perhaps find some resolve in the companies that you have. Now, of course, my DMs are always open. And so if you do want to contact me, feel free to do so. 
The link to the private stock group is in the description below. I'll see you in the next one. Peace.